Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear about, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. This is my golf journey, part three. The previous episode, we had talked about my first two years of college golf, which were at Reedley College. And so what we'll be talking about in this episode is my first year at Sonoma State and my senior year, which is currently happening right now. So we will dive straight into it. So my first year at Sonoma State, um, I lived in the dorms on campus, which uh, for people that go to Sonoma State, first time students have to live on campus. At least that's what they told me. I'm sure you don't have to, but that's just what we were told. So lived on campus in the Tuscany Village, and they're super nice dorms. They were way better than the ones I had actually originally looked at on my visit when, um, when I came. So class-wise, whenever I was getting recruited, I was sending my transcripts to Sonoma State, and I hadn't fulfilled the math requirement for the business yet, and which was the class was calculus and I was trying to avoid that class as much as possible because I've heard nothing but um, bad things about calculus and how hard it is and you got to get the right teacher and all that. So I thought, uh, let's see if we can get around it. So I found that if I picked a major that wasn't impacted and didn't require that calculus requirement, uh, I would be able to transfer that following semester. So I was business marketing at Reedy College, and then as I transferred to Sonoma State, I changed my major to economics. And the first couple weeks of my classes, I realized that was not a good idea because economics was not fun at all. I got A's in my economics uh, micro and macro at Reedy College, and um, I had a great teacher, so I think that was kind of the thing. And at Reedy College, I did, or at a Sonoma State, I did not have very good teacher. I won't get specific with names, but I was taking this class called Econometrics and just teacher just left us in the dark all the time and just had no idea what was going on. And not only did I have that teacher for that class, but I had that teacher for two other classes. And I thought, okay, this is just not for me. I can't do this. And I remember um, telling one of my buddies um, that was in my classes, uh, Casey Hughes, he was he was on the team as he was going to be on the team as well. And I remember I told him I said, "Hey man, uh, you know I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll see you. I mean, I'll see you out on the course and stuff, but you won't see me in the classroom." So went to the advisor's office, set up an appointment, got out of those classes as soon as possible. So I took some. Uh, I had to take some more general or uh, general ed classes, and there are some specific classes you have to take to uh, graduate from Sonoma State. So I took my ethnic studies class and a couple other classes that were just kind of stupid classes that you got to take. So you got to do it. Oh well, it is what it is. So that was kind of what was happening uh, with the classroom and stuff, and just kind of my living situation and everything. So we will dive straight into the golf stuff. So we will start off with a roster. And first up, we have Blake Burrell from Bakersfield, California. He was a senior, and he went to Taft College. So if you listened to the previous episode, uh, Blake had played for Taft College, and him and I 
played a lot of golf together my freshman year at Reedy College. And so knowing him was a great in with Sonoma State because I'm sure he told the co- or told Coach Verhante, you know, this, you know, this Donald kid, he plays Reedy College. I'm sure, you know, we should try and get him or something along those lines. So uh, thanks to him. And then next we have Devin Gregg from San Anselmo, California. He's a senior. And then we have Lucas Happy from Petaluma, California. He was a freshman. And then next up, we have Thomas Jenkins Jr. from Newport, California. He was a freshman. And then we have Max Morris from San Anselmo, California. He was a junior, and he went to Santa Rosa Junior College. And funny story, we actually played a tournament together at um, this golf course, uh, golf course called Brookside in Santa Rosa area. And it was funny because the first time I saw him, we were having a meeting about um, I think it was like a medical intake meeting or something like that. And I saw him and I was like, dude, like we've, we played golf together and he, he had no recollection of it whatsoever, but, uh, Max is good dude. Now we're, we're, uh, good buddies now. So, and then we have me Donato from Kingsbury, California. I was a junior, went to Reedy college. And then we had Griffin Pace from Irvine, California. He was a freshman. And then we had Casey Hughes from Santa Rosa, California. He was a junior, and he played at Santa Rosa Junior College as well with Max. Um, I don't remember playing with Casey, but um, hey, we're playing together now. So, and so the the thing though with uh, Sonoma State and Division Two golf, you play year round. You have a fall and a spring semester. So for the fall semester, Lucas Happy and Griffin Pace were able to play in the fall semester. But in the spring semester, they were not able to because they didn't um, they didn't make grades, so they weren't eligible for that reason, which is unfortunate. But sometimes that's how it goes. So next up, we have um, we'll be talking about the kind of gear that we got and everything like that. So uh, Coach Overhunt and Coach Frazetta set us up with some awesome gear. We got five Adidas golf shirts with our logos, SSU um, Seawolf on there, so that's really cool. We got full rain gear jackets, uh, jacket and pants fully waterproof, awesome jackets. Then we got two Adidas SSU logoed hats. And then we have one pair of Adidas golf shorts. We have one pair of Adidas golf pants. And then we have an Adidas SSU pullover. And then every new, uh, every new golfer that comes to the team gets a, a SSU scorecard holder. And so on there, we had our Seawolves logo. It was blue alligator print. It was, it's so sick. It's so nice. So, um, we also got an SSU knitted driver head cover. We also got SSU tireless golf bag. And then every tournament coach always gave us a tireless glove. And then we got, um, three sleeves of tireless SSU Seawolf logoed golf balls. So those are, those are really cool to get. And that's kind of the gear that you get when you come into a division two school like Sonoma state. So next we'll go into the practice schedule. It was very similar to really college. We, uh, played a lot of golf. And so we'll start off with Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. We qualified. We walked 18 holes. Same with like really college. You know, we qualified to make a lineup. And then the only difference, though, with really college and Sonoma State is that Sonoma State on Tuesday, Thursdays, we had workouts and workouts were at 6 a.m. It was uh, was pretty early. And so that was kind of fun. Um, not really. It wasn't very fun waking up that early and having to work out and stuff, but yeah, you got to do it. So we, uh, we signed a contract saying that we'll fulfill whatever we need to do. So 
That's what we had to do. And then following that, we had workouts from 6 to 7 a.m. And then there was two practice sessions that, and you could pick one of the sessions that you wanted to attend. So there was an 8 to 10 a.m. practice session, and then there was a 10 to 12 p.m. practice uh, session. So 10 in the morning to 12 p.m. So based on your class schedule and stuff, you got to pick which one you wanted to attend. So I always pick the 8 to 10 a.m. because it's just easier to do workout 6 to 7 and then go to my uh, dorm, change, and go straight to practice. Get it over with and I have classes the rest of the day. And usually whenever you go to college, you kind of set, schedule your classes from kind of that 10 to you know, three-ish range. So you have classes later on in the day and stuff. So I thought I didn't want to have practice having a conf- conflict with that. So we had uh, all those practices and everything like that, which were um, mainly held at Foxtail, which are our home course. And like I said in the previous episode, uh, Soma State has their own shed, which um, is on the range at Foxtail. We have... Uh, our own hitting bay and everything, which is super sick. We have a TrackMan, which is kind of like that flight scope technology I was talking about. It's all computer-based, and it spits out a bunch of information about you um, and your golf swing. So that is super sick that we have one of those. You can utilize it for full swing practice um, sessions and the uh, putting as well. So within those practice sessions, we did a lot of drills with having to do with all kinds of um, different parts of our games. We did a lot of chipping drills. We really emphasize on short game here at Sonoma State. And we did putting drills uh, to work on speed and just with our putting stroke as well. And then we did little drills and games with our um, our irons and kind of hitting the greens close to the pins and stuff. And then we did kind of um, picking some trees or picking some poles that were on the range and just trying to hit our drives in between those. And coaches would give us lessons. We'd work on our swings with them directly, which is awesome. And so that was really nice. And then weekends we had off unless we had a tournament. And the courses we went and qualified uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays on were consisted of Fox Hill Golf Course in Rohnert Park, which was our main home golf course. We went to Santa Rosa Country Club in Santa Rosa, which we've been going there quite often a lot uh, this semester. We went to Windsor Golf Club in Windsor, California. We went to Fountain Grove Golf Course in Santa Rosa, California. We go to Rooster Run Golf Course in Petaluma, which is where we hosted our home tournament uh, my first year at Sonoma State. We went to Fairgrounds Golf Course in Santa Rosa, California, which is really cool golf course. It's a nine-hole course. It's on the Santa Rosa uh, Fairgrounds, but it's in a horse track. So all around, I mean, you're in this that you're in this stadium and you know, there's a horse truck around you. And then there's a nine hole course consists of mainly par three holes, but there's a couple par fours. And so that was really cool. I mean, I've never played inside of a horse track and stuff. So that was pretty cool. We also play Bennett Valley golf course in Bennett Valley, California. We play Silverado golf and resort in Napa, California, which I've played numerous times beforehand. Um, where my time at really college, we played the state championship at, and then we play at Sonoma Golf Club as well, which is where we have our fundraiser tournament so we can raise money and stuff for the programs for men's and women's. And um, so we were able to uh, not only qualify at those courses, but also the women's team uh, was able to go to those courses and play as well. And they, we always practiced together. We did those morning sessions together. We did our workouts together. And so that was really cool that we got to work alongside them. So the preparation for... Every tournament that we did was we had our weekly practices as explained. Our travel days were 
you get all your gear, you put it in a, you put your clubs in a travel bag, you pack all the clothes that you need, you hop, you hop on the van, and most of our tournaments we drove to, but we also flew to some tournaments. The furthest we flew was Hawaii. And so that was really cool, kind of not always driving in a van. And um, so we had a practice round following that once we arrived to our destination. So we got to the golf course, we would get all yardage books, we get um, uh, get a tee time, you know, just go through the same routine, you know, practice, uh, warm up and stuff for the round. And then we play our round, we hit various shots that we are possibly or potentially will have during the round. We take notes, we talk to our coaches and look at the yardage book and just kind of develop our game plan for the next day. So that night after we do our practice round and have dinner, we have a coaches meeting with the team and we go to his room. We go over our notes. We kind of go over our strategy for every hole and just kind of what everybody's thinking. So it was really cool. We did all our homework and we just did whatever we needed to do to get ready for that next morning. So like at really college, I had played, 36 hole tournaments and postseason stuff where you do first 18 holes at 7 a.m., take a lunch break, and then you do the next 18 holes at about one ish. So the only difference with Sonoma State was we did um, early shotgun start, just like Greeley College, but there was no break in between 18s. So you went straight, you know, if you started on the eighth hole and you finished with the seven hole, you went straight to the next hole, you went to the eighth hole, and you teed it up for the second round. There was no lunch break in between. Our coach would give us our box lunches and stuff. We ate it as we played, which I didn't really like to do because it's just kind of too much to handle. And you're trying to focus on your round and you're holding your lunch box and your sandwich and you're making sure, you know, stuff doesn't fly away. And I just, I would just usually put the box in my bag or I tell my coach to hold on to it. And I just take the chips and like the cookie or something out of it just to eat something. (laughs) Cause he'd always tell me, you know, just make sure you're eating something, you know, so, which I did. So, that was nice. So um, once we got that, we went straight into our uh, second 18 holes of the day. And then after that, we would go after our rounds and stuff. We would look at, see where we're at in relation on the leaderboard, go to dinner, and then we'd shower. And then we'd go and have another coaches meeting, go over the day, see how, what mistakes we made on the golf course, what things we did good, and just kind of strategize for the next day as well. So the last days we played 18 holes. We didn't play 36 holes. So we kind of teed off a little bit later. Not much later though, because we had to factor in all the other teams that were coming all over the country and stuff to um, play. So uh, we played our 18 holes. We would have awards. And then sometimes the golf course would have a dinner for us, which is super awesome, super nice of them. And then we flew or we drove home after the round. And we had uh, we had class the next day. We'll go into the lineup the for the year so in the fall season it mainly consisted number one was devin greg number two is griffin pace blake Brell was number three tom jenkins was number four and dylan Otto me number five and then in the spring semester like i had said griffin pace and lucas happy weren't eligible because of grades so that was unfortunate and so what our lineup looked like was Number one was Devin Gregg. Number two, number two was Blake Burrell. Number three was Tom Jenkins. Number four was me, Dylan Otto. And then Max Morris played number five. And as the semester had went on and stuff, I moved my way up to, I believe, number two or three in our last tournament. So um, I was playing really good golf and everything. And uh, I was making a lot of birdies, man. I was probably making, I was probably making five, five or six birdies around, except I had, you know, had some bogeys on the card, so I wasn't uh, really shooting as low as I possibly could have, but bogeys are going to happen. So 
we'll move on to the kind of uh, teams that were consisted of our conference or the schools that we mainly saw every tournament consistently. So, of course, we had us, Sonoma State University. We had Cal State East Bay. We had Holy Names University. We had Cal State San Marcos, Cal State Dominguez Hills, Chico State, Cal State Monterey Bay, UC San Diego, Cal State Stanislaw, and Academy of Arts. So, like I said, all these schools were the more common ones that we saw at our tournaments. So, we'll go straight into the tournament schedule. So, like I said, we have a fall and spring semester. That's kind of how Division II D1 schools work is you play year-round. So, in the fall season, we had four tournaments. Our first tournament was our very own Sonoma State Invitational at Rooster Run Golf Course, which we won. We had an 11-stroke victory over, I think it was have been chico state or san marcos i can't remember one of the two but we were first out of eight teams which is really cool and so we were having a lot of confidence going into the next tournament which was the chico state imitational which was at butte creek country club and we took home the win that uh that tournament which was very cool because our assistant coach uh traveled with us this that tournament and coach val went with the girls team and for many people that don't know, Coach Frazetta uh, played for Chico State. And so he was really wanting us to play well and go out and come out on top. So we had a seven-stroke victory at Chico State's tournament. We went to the CSU Monterey Bay tournament. We struggled a little bit at Bayonet Golf Course. That is, it's a tough golf course, but I think the conditions kind of got to us a little bit. And so we uh, tied for eighth out of 16 teams at that tournament. It was tough, tough competition there. And then we went to Hawaii Hilo, Hawaii Hilo's tournament, which was played in Hawaii. I can't remember the golf course name, but um, we had a 14-stroke victory over uh, over the team, so that was nice. Um, for that tournament, though, I did not travel because I had injured my back, and I was just really thinking, coming up to the time when it was time to go and stuff. Um, I told my coach the day before, hey, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to go. My back's not 100%. And I just really thought about if my back wasn't 100%, I didn't want to get on a plane, travel all the way to Hawaii, and knowing that my back wasn't 100% and telling my team, hey, you know, I'm ready to go. I just, it just didn't really settle well with me. So I made, it was a tough decision, but I think I made the right decision because they obviously came out on top. So that was awesome. So then after the fall semester, we had Christmas break. We went home. And um, so once we came back, spring semester started. And uh, like I said, Lucas Happy and Griffin Pace were not able to play in the spring, uh, which was unfortunate. So we started off the semester with the San Marcos tournament at Shadow Ridge Golf Course in San Diego. Uh, Actually, I think it's in Vista, but San Diego area. We got eighth out of 16 teams there. We went to the Bay Area Invitational, which was played uh, the club at Ruby Hills. We got fifth out of 15th, which was a co-hosted event for CSU East Bay and Holy Names. And like I said, we finished fifth out of eight, uh, 15 teams. So, And then we were getting ready for the next tournament, and boom, COVID hit. It was madness all around the world. It um, affected every ath- athletic team in in the college, not only in college actually, but in professional as well. So um, it was just like, well, what do we do? So we didn't really know what was going on and everything. So 
I will talk about the the moment we were broken the news about COVID and just kind of how everything went on after that. So around March time is when uh, cases of COVID had come into the United States and it wasn't as widespread as it had um, become, had, had it became the later months and stuff, but we had heard in other countries and everything that they were on lockdown and things were just like, changing our world wasn't wasn't really kind of what we are used to and what's normal for us and so the moment we were told that uh covid was affecting our season was around mid-march we were having a practice after workouts just like a normal i think it was on a tuesday and our coach pulled everybody to the side and he broke the news hey guys um i think the next tournament was was it uh, I think it was CSU East Bay's home tournament it was going to be at Carica Park. And our coach goes, hey, uh, the tournament's canceled, so we don't have a tournament this coming week, but so let's get for the, let's get ready for the next one. And then I believe it was probably 10 or 15 minutes later, um, the chancellor of Division Two came out and said, hey, we are uh, canceling the rest of D2 seasons. And I'll never forget, I felt just terrible for the seniors because um, that was going to be their last year. And, and, you know, a lot of seniors, they really need to utilize that last year and before they either turn pro or they go off in the real world. And I just felt terrible for them because they were stripped of that and they weren't able to maybe go out the way they wanted to. So it was just a really heartbreaking moment, uh, not just for us, uh, freshman, uh, sophomore, or juniors, but it was just terrible for the seniors as well. And I really feel for all those athletes. So, um, once we had told our, um, season was canceled, the school had came out and said, we can no longer have in-person classes. We are going fully online. So we went fully online and I said, well, all right, I'm going home then. <laughs> so I, we were, we had a scheduled day and stuff to, to, um, go home and everything, but um, with the way it was, we um, just, I left, I think, a week or before that even happened. So just so I can get out of there with all the madness going on and stuff. So um, went home and stuff. We were sheltered in place for many months. And it was just really weird because our world just wasn't the same. And we were trying to get information and stuff about what, if we were going to come back to school, you know, what's it going to be like and all this and that. And every Sunday we had a FaceTime call with my uh, with our coach and the rest of the team, as well as Coach Fraz, and just to kind of keep updated with everybody, see how everybody's doing, if our families were healthy or not, and um, just kind of see how everybody was doing. So that was really nice. And then uh, after a couple of months, the NCAA had came out and said that they were going to give all athletes that were uh, going to be playing that semester a year back. So a lot of people, you know, most NCAA athletes got an extra year of eligibility back, which was awesome for the seniors that wanted to utilize it. Because like I said, for some guys that are going to turn pro and play professional golf, they maybe wanted to take that extra year just to play it, just to play under the year of college golf and get better. Or some people just didn't want to take the extra year because it didn't line up with their graduation date. So, Hey, it, they had to make a decision. Some people took advantage and some didn't. And that's the way it is. So that was kind of my junior year and um, I guess a couple more things outside of the golf and classroom and stuff up here in the Bay Area. 
we had a couple weeks where it got insanely hot. It was like like 9,800 degrees sometimes, and it got really windy, and we had a lot of fires. And so we were um, we were sent. We got a bunch of email updates and stuff from the school as well. So I was able to take myself and um, my girlfriend back to my hometown and stay with my parents and kind of be safe for a little bit. So not only did we have to deal with COVID and um, all these other wrenches and stuff that were thrown at us, we also had uh, fires. We also had power outages. We had everything. So my first year at Sonoma State was one I'll never forget. That's for sure. And it was just just a roller coaster. So uh, a good thing did come out of it, though. I finished the year with a 3.1 G or 3.1. I'm sorry for with a 3.71 GPA. So 3.71 GPA, I believe my stroke average was like 76, wasn't even that good. And um, I was awarded second wave All-American Scholar, so that was really cool. That's something good to put on the resume. And so that was my junior year, and now we are in my senior year. So my senior year, what it looks like is um, we are still all in line in the fall. We have no season in the fall. And uh, I do not live on campus, though. I, I was able to sign a lease for an apartment and I came into all this with COVID and I had already signed this year lease and it's like, well, do I go up here? Do I not? And, um, so I was like, well, I got to go up there cause I signed this year lease and also my girlfriend did as well. So I knew I'd come up here and still practice playing golf and we would spend a lot of time together, her and I. So it's been great so far. And I'm very thankful for our time together. I'm very thankful for her as well. So with COVID messing everything up and we're all online this semester, we do not know what the spring semester looks like yet. Nothing is set in stone. We've had a lot of meetings and a lot of different forms and stuff that we've had to fill out. And it's been a roller coaster as well this semester. And so with not only that, but our practice schedule looks totally different. So everything is voluntary. We cannot have a sanctioned practice with our coaches. We cannot have a an official um, tournament. We cannot have anything along those lines or else it'll be a violation. And that's the last thing we want to do. So this year, Devin, Greg, and I, we were named co-captains. And I have taken charge in setting up tee times, calling courses to see if we can um, go play without, uh, without having to pay, which is kind of something we did every time we went and played somewhere last year. And so calling around courses, trying to get the guys out so we can go practice and play is something um, I try and do on a weekly basis. And not only do we play all those courses that were listed previously, but Foxtail had renewed our playing and practice abilities at their golf course. And unfortunately, there are some restrictions due to COVID-19, but that's just kind of how our world is going to be from here on out. There's going to be restrictions to a lot of things. So, but we're very thankful that they still let us go out there. And so, like I said, every Tuesday, Wednesday, or every Tuesday, Thursday, we try and go play different golf courses and stuff. So I try and schedule some tee times, get the guys out there just to kind of have that competitive edge still going. So what the day-to-day events look like for me personally, I don't know what the whole teams or every individual player is like, but for myself, Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try and go hit balls, practice, get my practice session for about two, two and a half hours at um, either mainly Foxtail or if I want to go to another course just to utilize their facilities. And so um, 
Foxtail, like I said, they're very for- we are very fortunate that they let us come out there and play and practice for free, yet there are restrictions. So I try and go in the mornings on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays to play, or, or uh, mainly hit balls and stuff, because we cannot hit balls after 12 o'clock, so I usually get my bucket of balls at about 9.30. I have a key to our uh, Sonoma State shed on the range, so I can hit balls out of there, use whatever, um, just whatever I want in there on drills and stuff, so... Outside of the golf stuff, um, I do my homework online as needed. I have a lot of business classes this semester. I have one class um, I explained in a previous episode called Anthropology, and it absolutely sucks. So I cannot wait for that class to be over. <laughs> and uh, outside of all that, I've been working on my LinkedIn profile. I've been utilizing my time very well with making sure that looks very professional and stuff for my time after college because I'm going to need to use that and connect with a lot of people to get jobs. And then on top of that, I started this podcast. So I record my episodes on the weekend throughout the week. I get topics together and some information and stuff to give to you guys. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. And I love making these episodes for you guys. So like I said, as of right now, we do not know what our spring looks like. We have had a lot of meetings on what, if we do have a season, what's it's going to be like, and just a lot of those, a lot of that information, and nothing's set in stone right now. There's a lot of decisions that people have to make, and it's a very tough spot for people to make those decisions. So, um, we had one uh, recent meeting that was about if we do have a season, what's going to look like. We had a lot of our higher ups in athletics. We had a doctor from our health center come on and just talk about COVID a little bit more, the different strains of it, and everything. And what they're going to have to see from us if we do have a season. So that stuff is just very interesting because it's going to be totally different than what it was before. If we do have a season, we will be traveling basically day trips. So we will have to leave in the morning. We will go play our tournament and then we'll have to come home later that day. And to me, that's going to be very, very interesting for golf because if we do have 36 holes that day uh we're gonna have to leave stupid early in the morning so i mean we tee off at um seven and we usually get to the course about 6 15 and i mean if we gotta drive all the way there in the morning i mean it's gonna be interesting so but if we do um have 18 hole tournaments it'll be better we won't have to leave as early but it'll still be a long trip so we'll see how that goes and um we will have to take a COVID test, make sure everybody is healthy. I'm sure we'll have to take many of them along the way. And so that's just kind of the couple things that the school has told our student athletes. Another thing that they told us was that, um, and we also heard this kind of rumors around the school, uh, different schools and stuff, but um, CSU Monterey Bay has elected to not have any of their athletics um athletic teams play in the spring semester. So with one team or with one school doing that, I'm sure it's going to make a lot of other schools rethink, Hey, okay. You know, um, should we do this as well? And I, I guarantee you if we don't have, if a lot of schools in the area and stuff in and out kind of within our conference do that, uh, we will not be having a spring semester as well. So I really hope that, that, um, that all the schools, come together. I know they have a meeting at, I think it's at the end of October or beginning of November and uh, all the presidents get together and they make a decision on whether or not 
we're going to be going through with having our teams ha- uh, travel and play comp- uh, the competitions and stuff. So I really hope that we are able to have a spring semester because for me personally, I plan on graduating in this coming summer and I will probably more than likely not use that extra year of eligibility because I just don't want to go into a master's program. I'm uh, tired of going to school as, as currently. And I'm very thankful that it's online actually, because it's, it's just, uh, it's just kind of accommodates me a lot, a lot better for me personally. So it's different for everybody. And, uh, a lot of people like to go in person and have classes and stuff. And I'm not saying I don't like that, but personally, online classes are just way better and easier. So that's, uh, that's kind of how that's going. And I really hope that we are able to have a season because I still want to be able to play and I still want to compete with my team and, uh, just beat other schools and stuff because we have a really good team. So speaking of the team, we will talk about the roster for the 2021 season. Um, like any other school and stuff, we have some new guys coming in as well. And so for this semester, we have Nick Friedman or Nick Friedman. He's from Mill Valley, California. He's a freshman. I haven't even met him yet. Um, I have no idea what he's like or anything. So I look forward to meeting him in the spring, in the spring semester, hopefully. And then we have Degan Gregg from San Anselmo. He's a fifth-year senior. He utilized that extra year because I know after this year, he would like to turn pro and play professional golf. So that's awesome for him. And then we have Tom Jenkins Jr. from uh, Newport, California. He's a sophomore. I'm sure he'll utilize his extra year in the coming years, but he's very young. We have Jules Levine from France. He's a junior, and he stayed home for this semester, which I don't even think he was going to be able to come over here because with early COVID um, procedures and stuff, our country's shut down. Nobody could come in and out. So he stayed home. I know he's playing a lot of golf from what my coach has said, and good for him. He's been uh, staying competitive. Next, we have Max Morris from San Anselmo, California as well. He is a senior. Uh, we have me, Dylan Otto, Kingsburg, California. I'm a senior. We have Griffin Pace from Irvine, California. He's a sophomore and he stayed home for the semester and that's totally fine. We miss having him up here. We miss competing with him and uh, kind of on the days that we practice and stuff. So, And then uh, we have Casey Hughes from Santa Rosa, California. He's a senior as well. And then we have Aiden Oliver from Hermosa Beach, California. He's a freshman. So even though... Um, we don't have scheduled practices or anything like that. Like I said, I try and get as many of the guys together as we can. We usually have five to six guys. Those guys consist of uh, most common are Devin Gregg, uh, Tom Jenkins, Max Morris, me, and Casey Hughes and Aiden Oliver. So we have five to six guys normally. And so we get two tee times or um, sometimes we'll play as a five and uh, we'll go to courses and stuff. And we just, we compete and we uh, post our rounds on this program called the Nova Golf. So a Nova Golf is whenever you come to Sonoma State, it is a software base um, that you put, uh, you go through shot by shot um, of your round, and you usually write all your information down on your scorecard as you're playing it. So you put um, your distance and stuff, and if you hit the fairway, if you miss the fairway, how far did you miss the fairway from, how long of putts you have, what, breaking putt is it is it a left to right breaking putt or a right to left breaking putt is it a straight putt is it downhill is it uphill or is it both is it so there's a lot of different things that a nova golf provides and it is an awesome program that you can use to 
um, better yourself as a player. You get very precise data spit back after you once you post all uh, the shots and results and stuff from your round. So it uh, spits out a bunch of percentages and stuff having to do with fairways, um, how you are from certain distances in the fairway, how you are from certain distances in the rough. And then um, it gives you your scrambling percentage. Um, and then it has your putting stats as well. So your average putts and which side you tend to miss on. Do you miss it short? Do you miss it long? And it's got a bunch of bunch of good stuff. And we actually had a FaceTime call with the owner of Innova Golf. And he came on. He explained to us kind of what the program's like and information that you can use if you want to really specify or focus in on a certain part of your game to look at certain different percentages. So he was very, very knowledgeable. I mean, he created the, he created the technology and everything for it. So he's very, very uh, knowledgeable about Anova Golf and was very informative for us. So we were th- very thankful to have a FaceTime call with him. So that's kind of the roster, what this semester has been looking like up to date, um, to this date uh, currently. And then next we have the gear we got for the season, which we got about a week and a half ago. And we're very fortunate that we're able to get our gear and stuff. So we got five SSU golf shirts and they have our logos on them. Next we have, uh, we got a new Adidas SSU rain jacket from Adidas and it is so sick. It's like a reflective kind of, uh, it's got like a reflective look to it and it's a lot easier to swing in. And we had, um, we get, uh, we got a new Adidas SSU pullover. It's a sweet baby blue with our SSU logo on it. And then we got uh, a pair of Adidas gol- uh, golf pants. And then we still have our hats that are coming on the way. So I'm looking forward to that because I've sweat through a lot of my hats and stuff, even with I put this hat spray on my hats and stuff. But um, it, I've worn these hats so much. I've sweat so much in them and stuff. So looking forward to getting those new hats as well. So that's just kind of what it looks like for my day in the life kind of nowadays, you guys are all caught up with my golf journey and everything. And so, yeah, that's really it. I know for the rest of this semester, uh, we are doing all online. We have, we are just coming up on Halloween as I am recording this right now. And so after Halloween, we have Thanksgiving and then we only have a couple weeks and the semester's over. So it, what it looks like for me is I will be taking a winter session class over winter break. I believe it's two weeks long, which will be a very intensive class. It'll be a business class. And then in the spring semester, I'll take a full load of business classes as well. And we sh- hopefully will be in season. We'll be traveling. Uh, we'll be doing those day trips like the school said. Now, that's not set in stone. I'm sure a lot of things are going to change and everything, but that's just kind of the idea of it right now. And then in the summer, I'll probably take one to two business classes to finish up, take my um, my senior seminar class, and then I'll be graduated. So that is my first year of Sonoma State and kind of my half year so far with Sonoma State. And you guys are all cut up on my golf journey. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Donato. And we'll see you guys next week. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. 
you can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.